0: you're listening to craig scheman and company on espn southwest florida online at espnswfl.com all right uh busy busy three o'clock hour deandre will be with us here in just a minute we got a uh, red alert at the bottom coming up a little bit later we'll tell you about some uh, interviews we are lining up oh i just saw a hilarious story from Ichiro. By the way, I'll share that with you later on. I saw that. Did, <laughs> I don't know how old it was. Like if it was, uh, yeah, it must have had to be early in his career. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll get to all that in uh, due time. But right now, at five minutes past the hour, it is time for a sports center rundown. Here is Chris. Roger Goodell announced
1: the Eagles will be the home team for a game in Brazil on Friday night of Week 1 next season. It'll be the first NFL game played in South America. Joel Embiid underwent a knee procedure this morning. He'll be reevaluated in approximately four weeks, the team announced. Trey Young of the Hawks, Scotty Barnes of the Raptors, they'll replace Julius Randle and Joel Embiid for the All-Star game. 13 of the top 25 teams in the country are in action tonight. ESPN doubleheader at seven, Clemson at 3rd rank. UNC, followed by number 23, Texas Tech at 13th rank. Baylor.
0: All right, very good. Uh, DeAndre and Lou will talk to us in just a minute. Uh, We'll get our thoughts on uh, the All-Star weekend, if you will, uh, from the uh, NHL. And I was just exchanging some texts with J-Dub, James Washington, former Dallas Cowboy. Uh, I think he's going to be on Thursday. We're going to have a loaded day. On Thursday. So we're looking forward to all that. A uh, lot more. Talk to a bunch of people that are out in Vegas. Um, and um, that'll all be coming up as the week continues. So we'll get more more Super Bowl coverage, if you will, from everything going on out there. And uh, looking forward to it, getting closer and closer to that game. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to keep the text coming 239 337 ESPN 239 That is the phone number and the text line. And uh, right now, we're going to welcome uh, DeAndrea Lou. Of course, uh, you can follow her at uh, Twitter, at Deandre underscore Lou L-O-U-X. And uh, she covers the Lightning for the Hockey News, the Believe Network, and joins us each and every week. Deandre, how are
2: you? Hey, Craig, I'm good. How
0: are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Looking forward to the Super Bowl coming up. A big weekend where yeah. we had all-star festivities with hockey. So, uh, hey, what would what'd you think of the... Uh, all the festivities with the hockey and the semifinal format and the finals and skills competition. There was a lot going on.
2: Yeah, there was a lot going on and I didn't go up to Toronto uh, for all-star weekend. Um, And I feel like I missed a little bit of the drama and the entertainment at the same time. (laughs) Um, I'm sure, you know, that, you know, obviously Kucherov got a lot of, um, yeah, (laughs) <laughs> yeah a lot of feedback I would say uh from all of the Toronto fans that were up there for all star weekend and um I heard it was really entertaining. I spoke with some of the well one of the reporters that that also covers the lightning. he was up there, and they said every time Kutrop was anywhere he was getting booed out, but you know how it is in Toronto, it's a totally different yeah totally different vibe, and they do not like the lightning uh considering the success that they've had in the playoffs so um, yeah, I heard it was pretty entertaining.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and we talked about him yesterday. I mean, so the booing, yeah, they don't like him up there anyway. But there no. was a lot of talk that maybe he wasn't quite putting forth the full effort in the skills competition.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, Sergeyev actually was talking about it yesterday at practice, and he gave some really good clarity. And, you know, those two are so close. And, um, you know, Sergey was saying that basically – uh, Connor McDavid helped design the skills competition It's mm-hmm. something that he trains in the summer. And it's like his thing. Yeah. And so once Kucherov realized, when she slipped up a little bit and realized he wasn't going to win, yeah. um, he just wanted to have fun with it. And then when they started booing him, it was just added fuel to the fire. You know, he was the <laughs> villain. And, um, yeah. so yeah, I think people took it as him, you know, being inconsiderate or, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, Toronto's a very dramatic hockey market. They're very emotional. <laughs> um, and I saw, you know, it was a lot of meltdowns over Kucherov yesterday. So, yeah, I think it, it wasn't intentional for him to turn into the villain. But once he did, he totally ate it up. Okay.
0: All right. So he turned. Oh, I get it. You know, that's a different perspective than what I've heard from people yesterday. So, And I like that. I like that. Um yeah. Let's, um, the Lightning actually... Uh, are the second hottest team in the league going into the break? And I don't know if that's bad because they had the break. You know, you want to you want to keep going. And uh, what are your thoughts on
3: that?
2: Yeah, you know, it's it makes me sometimes I I get a little nervous because historically they're just not great coming off the breaks. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've covered them for a few years now, and uh, especially last year after the All Star break, it was rough. I mean, it was it was it was rough. Uh, but this year is a little bit different because they don't have uh, room for error, you know, at all. And they really want to get in the playoffs. And so, um, you know, I think it seems like a lot of the guys stayed pretty close, you know, here within Tampa and had a pretty chill, relaxing all-star break. And, um, you know, that's different in recent years. I think, you know, last year they all kind of went on vacations and did their thing. So, um, I think they're just really focused and they don't want to let up, um, on what they built in January. They do have some really tough games in February. Um, you know, they play the Rangers tomorrow. They play Boston, Colorado. So some really big games. And um, I feel like this is a different vibe. You know, you have a mix of that veteran group, and then you also have some of the new guys that are really trying to earn their spots. So and nobody really wants to mess that up. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll see how
0: they do. They got the, their first game is tomorrow, right, against the New York Rangers. Uh, TNT, National TV, all that good stuff tomorrow.
2: Yeah, tomorrow against the Rangers. It'll be a big one to come back to. Yeah.
0: All right, did you watch any of the NFL festivities? Baker seemed to be enjoying himself. You know what, I'll say that. The guys I saw, and I didn't watch much, uh, Uh but the guys I saw looked like they were kind of glad to be there, having a good time. What what did you see?
2: Yeah, same for me. I didn't watch a ton of it. Um, I did see, you know, as far as, like, Bucks players go, I was Mm -hmm. able to see um, some Baker footage and stuff, Um, and he did. He seemed really happy, and... I thought it was interesting when they asked him about, you know, signing with the bucks for next year. And he said he was waiting for a, uh, to see who got hired as their coordinator, mm-hmm. which looks like it was the coordinator that he wanted. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I kind of love that he's got, he, he's held his own and got, you know, a little leverage there. So I think maybe the next day was when they signed the new coordinator. So um, it was cool. Yeah, everyone looked like they were having a lot of fun. I personally am a born and raised a Forty Nine ers fan, so this was a very big week for me, um, oh. and I'm very happy. So, <laughs> wow!
0: Well, as a Lions fan, I'm going to try and be happy for you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll put. I'm I'm over it now. It took me a couple of days, but uh...
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> the Lions, like, uh, you know. I don't know. They had that one. Yeah, they really did. They yeah, had it they until the end, and they they let it go. And then some, you know, with the Niners, it's one of those things. Like once they really start to push at the end, it seems like nobody has. Everyone just kind of crumbles. Like yeah. teams do not have the ability to stop them. So, hmm.
0: well, I've known, we'll couple, the <laughs> I've,
2: I've known you a couple. in the Super
0: Bowl. I've known you a couple years. I don't. Uh, I don't think I knew this that you were a 49ers fan. So how did that come to be? Do you have family ties on the West Coast? Did you like a certain player when you were growing up, or what?
2: Yeah, family ties on the West Coast, and my dad has always been, you know, a 49ers fan, Joe Montana, and and all of that back in the glory days, and then, um, yep, family ties on the West Coast, and then when I was born, I think either he decided that it was going to be our thing, or we (laughs) both mutually decided, because I've been watching football with him since I was um, itty-bitty watching Niner football, and so yeah, I just grew up. My uncle actually still lives in San Francisco, but I grew up watching the Niners and, you know, the Jerry Rice days and Steve Young and and the the good old days the last time they won the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, when he's covering the NFL, it's one of those things you don't really promote too much rooting for your team. But, yeah, born and raised, I think the first. First NFL jersey I ever had was a Steve Young one, and I actually have it out right now. It's really small. Wow, okay. <laughs> but, uh, maybe it's good luck. You yeah, know?
0: I think so. Well, you know, we were yeah. talking last hour, like what is the first, and it's all relative to our ages, but what what's the first Super Bowl you can remember? I can remember back, the first one I remember was Super Bowl ten, and that was a Cowboys-Steelers in, in the mid-'70s. But uh, I don't know what your first Super Bowl memory is or your first 49er memory for that matter. Maybe they're one and the same.
2: Yeah, I don't. I actually don't remember. Um, I was I was having this conversation with my dad. You know, the last time the Niners won the Super Bowl was in 1994. I don't. lose too little for that. I don't remember that at all. I have no recollection of that. Yeah. I do remember growing up and the rivalry games that I remember most are the 49ers versus the Cowboys and 49ers versus the Packers. And those used to be so crazy. And um, a lot of times we, you know, we lost to the Packers. I remember um, Brett Favre was playing, and those I I do remember those games. I don't remember the last time when the Niners were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and uh, I do remember them losing in the Super Bowl though twice. So <laughs> <laughs> those I remember, but I can't I can't re- remember exactly my first uh, Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: All right, so what are the plans on Sunday? Is is mom making a football-shaped cheese ball? Or are we just uh, are we going to have some people over? Or are we going to have a small crowd, you and your dad? What are you, you going to do?
2: You know, Craig, that's actually a really good idea. Maybe I should request a football-shaped <laughs> uh, cheese ball. Yeah. So that might be on the agenda. Okay. And um, I'm very superstitious, so, um, you know, like we're trying to figure out how to avoid my superstitions because, oh. you know, the last time we played the Chiefs, and the Super Bowl didn't go as planned. Yeah. Um, but I think my dad and I are gonna we're gonna hang out during the day in, in downtown Tampa and go, you know, somewhere, grab drinks and just celebrate it and watch all the, the coverage and then we'll go to either my house or his house, but we'll we'll watch it together for sure.
0: I had an exactly the same kind of day planned for me for Sunday to watch the Lions <laughs> in their first ever Super Bowl and now I can't.
2: <laughs> so You know what I can tell you, Craig? I can say this. You know, if the Niners weren't in it, I would have been rooting for the Lions, okay. but what I will say <laughs> is, the Niners have, they. it's like, you can't, it's so hard to just make it to the Super Bowl. Like, the Lions are on that track to where they're going to get there again. Yeah. They're going to make it to the Super Bowl, but it's going to take, might take a few years of of stress. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't you gotta take go it. through it a little bit longer. And then you're gonna get it. And then you guys are gonna get there and we're gonna have a conversation about it. All right. We'll
0: uh we'll compare notes if it happens that way. Uh thank yeah. you for your pep talk. Uh enjoy your yeah, weekend sure. and good luck to your 49ers and uh enjoy the uh the lightning here tomorrow night as well and uh thank you as always for coming on.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, Craig.
0: I appreciate it. That is DeAndra lou uh covering uh the lightning for the hockey news and the believe network and always enjoy talking to her very much didn't i did not know that about her she's a 49ers fan How about that um she mentioned that last week or maybe we didn't talk last week maybe that was it uh so anyway uh if you want to jump on that conversation any thoughts on that 239337 ESPN 2393373776 is the phone number And uh, we will get to all that coming up in just a few moments. We got red alert where we put people, teams, and situations on blast because they deserve it. I was telling Chris I just kind of sat around and was just putting a a little list together, and I didn't think I'd have that many today. And I'm like, well, and then it just started rolling.
1: I got some weird ones.
0: Yeah, a little, little off the beaten path. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's kind of just that that time.
1: It's that time of the year, exactly. Exactly.
0: There are some that are pretty good, so we'll get to all that. And then, so I told you going into the break, I had a story about Ichiro I just saw, and you said you heard this. So I don't know why it came across my feed today, but it did, and it's a picture of Ichiro. And uh, he said that uh, one morning he was in the training room, and uh, he told his coaches that he got a text from a number he didn't recognize, and he said the guy said he'd gotten my phone number from A-Rod, and he wanted to come meet me and study my stretching system. So this would have had to have been later in the career when he was a Yankee at the end. And one of the coaches asked. Well, he,
1: Arod and Ichiro could have had. Oh,
0: maybe Seattle ties. No,
1: uh, no they wouldn't have overlapped at Seattle, no. but they both would have been on American League All-Star teams yeah. regularly. Okay.
0: All right. So Ichiro says, yeah, I got this guy, this text from some guy I don't know. He got the number from A-Rod, wanted to know about, you know, how I stretch, wanted to watch me or learn what I do. One of the coaches says, well, what's the dude's name? He goes, some guy named Tom Brady. And they said, who the bleep is Tom Brady? <laughs> Jeez. That was reported in The Athletic. It was funny. I, you must have just done it because that came if – you, if you just heard that story and I just it's, – it's out now. Yeah. That's a funny story.
1: Oh man! I saw what last night. I think I saw that. I just I maybe saw it saw an it hour ago. Yesterday so. morning, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's a funny story. Um, what else? There was one other thing I want to do in this three o'clock hour. And I can't remember what it was. So much going on. All ready for red alert. I was just I was just talking to J Dub, uh, James Washington.
1: I got a couple stories for
0: you. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, did you see?
1: Georgia quarterback Carson Beck's latest purchase? Yes. He had, he bought a Lamborghini Urus, which the rough cost on that is $270,000. Maybe you got a discount, 250. I don't think so. I
0: I don't get I guess I, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know if anybody in my audience is driving around with a Lambo right now, but I just, the exotics, I I can't see spending 300 grand on a car. I can't.
1: They're out there. I know. They're out there. Wow. And uh, the Las Vegas mayor, she, uh, she did a um, sit down with front office sports. Yeah. And this is the mayor of Las Vegas. Uh-oh. She was asked about. You know, the excitement around the A's possibly coming to the market yeah. and all that. And she said um, that the A's should figure out a way to stay in Oakland. The team belongs to the fans, not the owner. This really? is the mayor of Las Vegas saying this. Wow. Thought that was interesting.
0: That is interesting because they, um, I saw a story yesterday and I get my casinos mixed up. But one, it's, it's, their baseball team's going on the strip. Right at the end of the strip. Down by Allegiant or the other end? Uh, Allegiant and the airport? I couldn't quite tell from the shot, but I think it's close to the airport. Okay. So that's by Allegiant. Okay. Um, And this this casino, I can't remember which one it was, but they're going to cease operation August 6th, and they're going to tear it down, the whole thing. It's going on this lot on the corner right at the end of the strip. Wow. You have a baseball stadium right there. Wow. Purple Pirate says uh, this particular version of the Lambo, the Uris, is crap. It's already lost half its value, and he's a vehicle wholesaler. Stay away from that. Well, Purple Pirate, I you know what? I will stay away from the $300,000 Lambo.
1: Deal. You sold
0: me. I was thinking about buying one this weekend, and I said, you know what? No. <laughs> Settle for the ZR1. I would get, I would if I kind of, I you know me, I'd be getting the boat, not the Lambo. Any car though, what would what it, what would it be? See, here's the deal. I grew up in a multi generation automobile. My dad worked for Ford Motor Company. My 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 grandpa did. I um, and my dad and my brother they talk cars all the time. Okay, like you, my dad could see a classic car driving down the street with fins on the back and all that stuff, and just. Oh, that's a like that's a 1956 T Bird limited edition. He'll know it. I didn't get that gene. Yeah, uh, a car for me is does it have four wheels and will get me from my house to work. Preferably with some
1: sort of audio system that works.
0: So I, it just works. Yeah. yeah. Um. How about you? Are you a car guy at all? I mean, I know you're a dad and kids. That's not part of your world right now. No, would I mean, you get anything? No,
1: if, if I had unlimited funds, right? If I were Elon Musk, I woke up yeah, tomorrow yeah. and had his net worth. Mm-hmm. I'd get a new car, but it would be some variation of a Tahoe, get a big old truck. Cadillac, GMC. Like I would get an SUV. I just, that's yeah. what I like. Maybe a truck. Okay. Like a
0: like a, a Raptor truck,
2: spend
1: yeah.
0: six figures on that. Now, I frequently have had Ford products because my dad worked for it. So, like, I always thought the Mustang was cool. I never had to have one, but my brother, that's his thing. Always has a Mustang. You might look funny in a Mustang, too. I'm too tall? It's a tiny car, yeah. It's low bucket seats. Yeah. I'd, I'd be yeah. down there.
1: So, I don't like that. I've always had cars where you've been up. Yeah. I've always had some SUV or truck. Yeah. And when I've driven sedans or sports cars or what, I don't like that feeling of being that low to the ground.
0: Yeah, I'm that point now. Where I, well, I I see what you're saying. Um, no, I've never, I've never, I've never gone out of my way to have a crazy expensive car. I have always, either by necessity and or choice, if I had a few extra bucks, it went toward the house. I I take pride in my home, yeah. and it's always got to be in areas with good schools. So it's always it costs more. So all my I don't want to say I've been house poor all my life, but all my money has gone toward the house just as long as I had a car that got me to and fro. And you know and I know in the audience, I got to have a boat someday before I die. And that's – like some people say it's stupid. That That's just my thing. Okay? That's what I want to do. Yeah. So if I have any extra money, it won't be going to I'll, – I'll probably always have – I like having a car that's paid off. Uh, th- I'm I'm halfway to that point. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. Uh, one I have is paid off. One is halfway there. And I was coming off. a I had a pretty good run about the time I moved here. No car payments. Your budget is so much more flexible when you don't have a, car, a check to write for a car each and every month. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, there are a lot of good choices and uh, a lot of good stuff out there and different tastes and different needs. And we have a lot of great advertisers on this station that sell cars. And I, uh, they're great people and great companies and great cars. And I love it. And, uh, and I always appreciate them. But, um, yeah, that's kind of my, my history with wheels.
1: Um, I don't like it, though. Now that my car is getting close to being paid off, uh-huh. dealership is hitting me up about once a month. Hey, yeah. would you like, you know, we sure. can get you into something new. That's what they do. I don't want
0: anything new. Well, that's their job. I'm comfortable where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tank Bigsby said, I'm about 46 years old. I'm 46 years old. I've never had a car payment. Wow. That's great. So you just you pay cash and buy it, and uh, there you go. No interest. Oh, combine guy was a month away from no car payment, and Ian happened.
1: No, no,
0: man, I know somebody that just paid off a home and it lost it, the, the, like the week that oh, week. Oh man, yeah. So I feel you, man. All right, um, coming up. We got uh red alert. Oh, I know the other thing I wanted to tell you about the top of the hour. So I read so Boomer Isaiasin on his radio show, WFAN. He um he says that he has a source that says Arthur Blank actually offered Bill Belichick the job, and Belichick turned it down for whatever reason, did not want to coach the Falcons after two interviews.
1: What do we think about that? That doesn't make sense because of all the news leading up to. Like, if you're not going to take that job, why take the second interview? And all the reports were he wanted to coach somewhere. He wants Shula's record. Yeah. He didn't have any other options. Yeah. He didn't take an interview with any other team. Yeah. It was Falcons or bus for it. So, I'm not, I don't know, but that seems odd given what we do know leading up to the Falcons' choice to hire Raheem Morris.
0: I don't want to say I don't trust Boomer Assison as a source. I'm sure. Sure, Sometimes he gets a little exaggeration. I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: I just, I'm sure I'm he has
0: sources. Sure. Was it his show you were telling me the Randy Moss story? Yeah.
1: You want to tell that real quick? Yeah, so uh, this morning, (laughs) Boomer and Geo, they're a great clip going around on Twitter, X. And uh, the producers, like, uh, you know, they're talking about how they've got Randy Moss coming up for Super Bowl week. Right, right, they're So the the host just asked the producer on air, he's like, hey, what does he want to promote? Like, this is Super Bowl week, this is the deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Producer said nothing. He just says here he wants to talk about any questions you have for the big game. And a little bit of horse racing. <laughs>
3: and,
1: and, and Boomer and Geo go, hold on, wait, 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 wait. You do know that there are two Randy Mosses, right? And yeah. the producer, you could see his face in the <laughs> oblique moment. He goes, no, there aren't two Randy Mosses. It's the the Hall of Fame receiver, right? Like Randy Moss. They go, no, 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 no. NBC has a horse analyst, Randy
0: Moss. Yes, they do. <laughs> He's very prominent on the big three races that we talk about, Randy Moss.
1: But this producer is going back through his emails with the um, with the booking agent, yeah, and uh, saying like, I guess the agent asked if he needed a a headshot and a bio of Randy Moss, uh-huh. and the producer responded, "No, we know who Randy Moss is."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's hilarious! All right, uh, coming up, red alert. We're gonna put. People, teams, and situations on blast because they deserve it. The big game week is here. ESPN Southwest Florida has all the coverage leading up to Kansas City versus San Francisco on Sunday. We've got coverage from Las Vegas all week, and Sunday we start a pregame at two. The big game on ESPN Southwest Florida is brought to you by Gavin's Ace Hardware. It's got to be Gavin's and by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light from your local retailer today. Red alert next. Craig Streaming the company, ESPN Southwest Florida. This is Craig Sheeman and Company on ESPN Southwest Florida and streaming on the ESPN Southwest Florida app. Text here from the Stonebridge Golf Club,
3: backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music.
0: Text live from Shorzy. He said, I left work early. Might get fired, but at least I won't miss Red Alert taking the dub. Good job. All right. Uh, this is where we put people, teams, and situations on blast because they deserve it. Time for Red Alert. Red Alert DraftKings. I know you're fourth. Uh-
1: Yes. No, good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pebble Beach didn't play the fourth round. At the end of the third round, a guy put 20 bucks on a parlay on all the top 20 finishers. Would have paid $755,000 because the round was then canceled and the leaderboard was locked up. And they are not going to pay the money. I think that's ridiculous. Because think about the, the, the other thing. What about all the bettors that bet that were anticipating four rounds? Right. They don't get their money back.
1: I lost a Justin Thomas top five because he was six after the third round.
0: Exactly, they got to match. They got to pay this. It's just seven hundred grand. You got to pay it. Red alert, DraftKings.
1: Red alert to the entire AFC, less the Kansas City Chiefs. Last night, Patrick Mahomes said he wants to pull a Brady, play into his forties as long as he's not hurting the team. So with that. I say good luck to all the AFC teams who are gearing up for a Super Bowl run sometime in the next 12 years. Red alert.
0: I mean, the last 20 years, it's either been Brady like, like uh, nine times, Mahomes four, Roethlisberger three, Peyton Manning four. There's no room for anybody else.
1: It's exhausting. Red alert, AFC.
0: Uh, Red Alert NFL Pro Bowl, sixty-four fifty-nine. Come on. Skills, points, a flag game mixed in. You're trying too hard. Either have a game or don't have a game and just release your all-pro list and call it a day. Red Alert.
1: Red Alert Big Dudes. Yesterday, Diana Rossini of The Athletic reported that one reason Mike Vrabel did not get a head coaching (laughs) job this year is because he's too big. Uh The quote from the story. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions, and that is a factor. Yeah. Yeah. So, we didn't hire a football coach whose job it is to coach large human <laughs> beings on how to move their body quickly because the coach was too large in his show and is shown he knows how to move his body quickly?
0: Yeah. That's the only reason Mike McDaniel got hired. He's, Can you
1: help me out here?
0: He's diminutive. That's so stupid. Red Alert, big people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, red alert, Nikita Kucherov. I was, I was gonna say, you know, lack of effort and the skills come, but DeAndre kind of changed the tune a little bit, like he was maybe playing up to be the villain up there at Toronto. Anyway, he didn't seem to try very much, so I'm gonna put him on red alert, Nikita. Red
1: alert, high school football or football viewing from Thursday night through Monday night. It's <laughs> set. <laughs> Thursday night, NFL. Maybe a college game if you want to flip it on until the NFL game kicks off. Friday yeah. night, that's for the high school kids. Mm-hmm. Saturday, college. Uh-huh. Sunday, Monday, uh-huh. NFL. Yeah. Except this year. The NFL announced yesterday the Eagles will host a game in Brazil the Friday night of week one. So red alert to high school football.
0: mm mm <laughs> Red alert! Miami Hurricane basketball. Oh my gosh! Yes, thank you. <laughs> you lost to Virginia sixty to thirty eight last night.
1: Thirty eight. What they have in the first half? It was it
0: was. <laughs> well, low. That, Chris, they actually led seven to two. No, no, no. It was very low. Hold on. Mm.
1: I watched it.
0: I mean, it started out normal and then it didn't. They had seventeen points in the first half. <sighs> so a big second half. <laughs> Look, I get it. If you're gonna play Tony Bennett and Virginia, you're you're gonna have a defensive battle on your hands. There's no doubt. We didn't crack a
1: hundred in this game, Craig.
0: If you had a hundred <laughs> and the under, you win. Wow. Red alert.
1: Uh, red Alert Matt Barnes, the former NBA players in some hot water for going after a broadcast crew. Oh A high school broadcast oh, crew. It was no. during his son's high school basketball game <laughs> over the weekend one of his sons got a tech. Barnes went full dad mode, started berating the refs. The student broadcast crew was giving details of the altercation when Barnes looked at the high schooler and said, I'll slap the bleep out of you.
2: <laughs> he then
1: called him another name for a kitty cat. And I think a 43-year-old going after a high school broadcast team is weak. Not Very weak. Red alert, Matt Barnes.
0: Oh. Red alert. The Las Vegas Raiders or Cliff Kingsbury. I'm not sure who I should give the red alert to here. They thought they had their offensive coordinator in Cliff Kingsbury. And at the last second, he came up with negotiating problems. And the next day ends up as the Washington Commanders offensive coordinator. Somebody was going on bad faith here. Not sure. But red alert, either Raiders for looking embarrassed or Cliff Kingsbury for bailing in the middle of a negotiation. Not sure which one it was. Red alert. Red alert, Chris Mad
1: Dog Russo. Yesterday on first take, the dog was less than impressed with Dan Orlovsky winning the QB accuracy competition at the Pro Bowl. He didn't actually win it, but he beat all the players that actually played in the competition after the fact. And uh, Russo called Orlovsky a bum and went farther, said that he could do what Dan Orlovsky did. Oh, yeah, right. First of all, the second part of that statement, beyond stupid, you can call Orlovsky a scrub by NFL standards. Yeah. He's still in the top 0.1% of anybody to
0: ever throw a football. Correct. Uh, just, just stupidity. Yeah, I red, saw that. Red alert, Chris Mad Dog Russo. And that was right after Stephen A. praised his colleague for what he was able to do in a dress shirt and dress shoes. I
1: thought it was impressive. I red alert.
0: Too. Yeah. Red alert! Washington Huskies, who hired Steve Belichick as their new defensive coordinator. I guess the mullet is coming out west. I just—I was surprised by this move uh, out of nowhere, out of the blue. But uh, red alert! I just felt like giving one. Red alert! Washington Huskies. Red alert!
1: The Globe. Oh, what happened on Sunday? The 2026 World Cup <laughs> venues were announced. Oh, boy. The World Cup final will be held in beautiful New Jersey oh. at MetLife Stadium. So the World Cup final, the most watched sporting event of the year across the globe, has been held in places like Paris, mm. Rio de Janeiro, That's exotic Rome, nice. and East Rutherford.
0: That's so stupid.
2: <laughs>
1: Red alert. <laughs> I agree. The Globe.
0: Good one. Red alert. The Mahomes family? Yeah. Uh, between trailer Swift, Brittany, Jackson, Mahomes, and now Patrick Mahomes Sr. with the old DUI in Texas this week. Let's get it together. Just because our kids got a, a, a little bit of cash and plays football doesn't give us all the right to just uh, run amok chaos throughout our lives crying out loud let's get it together family intervention as soon as the season is over all you mahomes and everybody get together let's get our act together you know jackson hasn't been in trouble in like no a year. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> kept his nose clean yeah right since alert. the arrest
0: right right Ooh.
1: Red alert, American football fans. Uh-huh. Craig, on Sunday, the World Cup announced their venues for the 2026 World Cup. As previously mentioned, the final will be held at MetLife Stadium. Yes. Football fans equate MetLife Stadium and the terrible turf that they have uh-huh. with injuries. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, how are you going to put the most expensive athletes on the on the planet on this turf? Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to play on turf. They're going to lay grass over the turf. So everybody complaining about the turf at MedLife, don't worry about it. Non-factor for the World Cup final in
0: 2026. Maybe it'll be a good look and they'll keep the grass for the the football team.
1: Red alert, American football
0: fans. Okay. Red alert, Miley Cyrus. Not on a Friday at 5 o'clock, but uh, she interrupted her own Grammy performance during her song Flowers and chided the crowd, the audience, for acting like they didn't know this song that she was singing. How dare they?
1: I could buy myself flowers. Yeah,
0: that song. Uh, It was the epitome of arrogance, I thought. But, you know, that's her. Red alert, Miley Cyrus. Still, she'll be on at 5 o'clock on Friday. (laughs) Red alert,
1: death. Yeah. Last week it was announced that a group led by David Rubenstein and Mike Argetti? Nailed it! Uh would be purchasing the Baltimore Orioles from the Angelos family. Yeah. The steel the deal still needs to be voted on by the 29 league owners, but there's a little caveat to the deal. Mm. The uh the the group is only purchasing 40% of the Orioles. They'll be the active owner, so they'll take control of the team, but still only own 40%. When current owner, John Angelos, dies, they will then have an option to purchase the remaining 60% from the Angelos family.
0: Or suffer a hostile takeover. Red alert, death. Okay. Okay. Red Alert 76ers. Uh, Joel Embiid, I think he's gone for the year. Chris updated us earlier today. Could be back. He'll be evaluated in four weeks. Maybe. Maybe not. It looks bleak for the Sixers. Red Alert.
1: My last one, and very much in line with the final one you give each week. Red Alert, Craig Sheeman. What happened? You put Miley on Red Alert. How dare you you should have put all of those stuffy people in the in the crowd at the oh. grammys on red alert they should know miley's songs and realize that you're watching a legend performing on the stage red alert craig
0: Sheeman. don't you put miley in a corner you know what you know what Maybe I was a little tone deaf. Yeah. Uh, based on the reaction yeah. of the texters right now, I'm getting blasted. Red alert. Stammer time. Craig, take that back. Miley Cyrus could do no wrong. Exactly. Display Seahawks fan. going. Oh, going along with Craig. Red alert. Uh, Seattle area football. Uh, Belichick's son and Pete Carroll's son coaching it. Really? And so is Jay Harbaugh. He's not going with his son. He's going out to, to Seattle, I think it is. You mean brother. No, Jay Harbaugh. Son. Uh, His son
1: is a oh, I thought that was another brother.
0: No. No, it's special teams? Yeah, yeah. He coached Michigan with him, and now he's gonna not gonna go with him to the Chargers. Uh, Titan Tyler, red alert Craig, putting Miley on Red Alert. L O L and Kathleen. I have no idea of, of the, the words of that Miley song. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got another one. Fire away! Yeah. Red Alert. Gus Johnson, during the Fox National broadcast Saturday night of Iowa and Maryland women's hoops, he meant to say, shot. Change your vowels, and you'll get what he said. A bad no-no. And it took him a good three seconds to correct himself. Red alert, Gus Johnson, potty mouth. Hey. Oh, yeah. oh I
1: got one more. I forgot you, you reminded me. Red Alert, Cheryl Swoops. Oh, yeah. The WNBA legend went on uh, Gilbert Arenas' podcast and really drug Caitlin Clark's name through the mud. Yeah. Saying that she shouldn't be recognized as the all-time leading scorer because she's played five years at Iowa, which is just wrong. Yeah. This is her fourth year at Iowa. Mm-hmm. And she also said that the only reason she'll get the scoring record is because she averages... Forty shots a game. Yeah. Which she's averaged less than twenty right. a game Very in her efficient. time at Iowa. So
0: um red alert, Cheryl swoops. You're a hater. And she could do it in less games than um Yeah. It yeah. was just it was
1: wrong across the board.
0: Gotcha. Uh, this Tony Toe, it's too early. Red yeah, alert. Too soon. Two, too soon. Red alert, Bank of America on forty one at Fort Myers. Yeah, there was a hostage situation there. Shooter's dead. Or the uh the knife wielding man is dead uh red alert vladimir putin you ass clown stop the war red alert
1: what's going on with tucker who is putin
0: oh okay i knew he was over in russia I yeah think he's in Russia. yeah yeah he
1: just put out a video on when is that available uh i don't know
0: on his platform i don't know i will i i would i would watch that all right all right that's it Red alert is in the books you want to add to it feel free coming up in an hour going to be giving away a pair of weekly grounds passes to the chubb classic presented by serve pro february 15th through the 18th at tiburon golf Cl- uh, golf club's black course these passes are valid for the pro-am and on thursday along with competitive rounds friday through sunday your shot at winning your way into the chubb classic presented by serve pro coming up in less than an hour craig Sheeman and Company, espn southwest florida
3: Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on Backstagecountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. You're listening to Craig
0: Sheman and Company on ESPN Southwest Florida. Online at ESPNSWFL.com. Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. And it's almost the 4 o'clock hour. Ran a skosh late there. I'm still getting blasted for the Miley Cyrus thing on the text line. Yeah, you should. I am have to resend it. Reverse red alert. Uh, I don't think you can do that.
1: It's already out there? Yeah, you said it. Right. You felt that way at one point. I've never
0: seen anybody stop a song and try to audience for not She didn't stop along. the song. She kind of did. Did you see it? No. Okay, she did. She would never do that. The music kept going, but she like, stopped her lyrics. It was, a, it was a solo in the song. Guitar riff. No. You're totally wrong. I, Of the two of us, I'm the only one that saw it.
1: Yeah, but you don't know what you saw. Okay. It's like me
0: reading a book written in Chinese. I saw it, but I don't know what it said. Wow. All right. Um, In addition to Miami, as I put them on Rail Alert, the Hurricanes, not the Dolphins. scoring 38 points last night against Virginia. Embarrassing. 17 in the first half. Um, Some decent hoops tonight. Your Tar Heels are back in action against Clemson. Natural letdown spot for the Tar Heels, I think. Yeah, but if I'm not mistaken, isn't Clemson's record at North Carolina over the last 50 years, like, I don't know, 45-4? and
1: No, it's not that good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's not that good. (laughs) Yeah, they never win there.
1: Uh, Uh, Carolina is... Twenty-one and one at home against <laughs> Clemson,
0: Chris. I think if you back that up even further, I, it, it'll be just as bad. I like. I remember living in South Carolina in the '90s, where Rick Barnes was the coach at at Clemson, and I think they had an 0 for thirty streak going back then. So I think if you, I think you could put one of those. They haven't won, uh, literally. Just like, so
1: since. Nineteen forty nine. The Tar Heels are one hundred and twenty four and twenty two against Clemson.
0: At home? No, no. no. Period. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Period. So I'm going to assume most of those twenty two losses were in Clemson.
1: That counts games at Little John and
0: Carmichael. Yeah, all the all the arenas. Uh, give me the Tar Heels tonight. <laughs> Can Kentucky beat Vandy? Kentucky can't beat anybody. Anymore. Can they beat Vandy tonight? They should. Should I actually think
1: South Carolina's in a bit of a peculiar spot? Why they won a lot of games in a row? Yes, they've been the last two weeks. They've been upset that they were not ranked in the top twenty-five. They jumped up to seventeen, I think now fifteenth. Oh, was it fifteenth? Um, yeah, fifteenth. Okay, they host Ole Miss tonight. Ole Miss coming off a loss, but Ole Miss, Chris Beard's their coach. Like they're gonna play hard, good defense.
0: Yeah. I could see it going Ole Miss's way tonight. Okay. Uh, who you got in the Hoosiers at Ohio State tonight on Peacock? Um, Those are two bad shooters. Those are teams. two bad teams, yeah. <laughs> no, neither can shoot.
1: I don't know. I mean, is Indiana playing hard? I know they're not playing well, but are they playing hard? Because I don't think Ohio State's playing hard right now. Yeah. their co- Who's their coach? Um, At uh, Ohio State. Yeah, is, um, after Mata.
0: If you didn't ask me, I could have told you. Um, well, why would that work out? Because it, it just went right out of my brain. Um, Ohio State coach. Chris Holtman. Yeah, thank you.
1: Uh, it feels like his time in Columbus is coming to an end.
0: So, there'll be a job opening in Columbus. There'll be a job opening in Ann Arbor with Jawan Howard. Man, the heat is on, Mike Woodson. I, uh, three years. He The, oh, the they, heat is on in here. Goodness gracious. So, the A.C. broke. That's why my floor's sopping wet. It's been leaking. Uh, I thought we'd fix it. I came in here today. The fans are on in here today. And for the first time in seven years, I'm actually sweating in here. Said no one ever. Four o'clock hour, we got trivia coming up, and we'll also talk with uh, Oliver Chow from the Everblades. It's all on the way as we roll through a Tuesday. Craig Sheeman and company. Uh, also, uh, join me and Chris at Sideline Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Myers before the big game. we got a watch party like the like a tailgate out there uh, this Sunday. And you can register to reserve a table for four, complete with an open bar Uh, for domestic beer and well drinks and food for four on us. Get your own table. But Chris and I will be warming up the crew, the band, if you will. Well, the band, by the way, is Soapy Tuna. Uh, We'll be out there from 3 to 5, games around 6.30, but you can have a table reserved for you there on us. Log on now to register and win, and be sure to join us at Sideline Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Myers Sunday, this Sunday, for the big game. Craig Shippen and Company, ESPN, Southwest Florida.